What's up, what's up, what's up? How's it going, crew? It is Monday. It is time for the Fiercely Successful Podcast. I am your host, a jack-of-all-trades by the name of Paul Artali, and I am excited to be talking to you a little bit today about how my eight-year-old son out-hustled me (laughs) and what we can all learn from it. And I'm just going to get right into this story. This is a a story probably about two weeks in the making. Now, many of you know that uh, I adopted a dog during the pandemic. Like, uh, it's very rare right now for people during the pandemic to adopt pets, but I was one of the few. And uh, if actually, if you check out one of my past episodes, you actually see leadership lessons I learned from my dog. So check that out. But in that time, my, my son has grown fond of the dog and then pet care in general. And two weeks ago, we, we took the dog to get washed and groomed because we're, we're those type of people. And he became infatuated with dog washing and dog care and all of a sudden came back and was like, Dad, I know that uh, I'm a kid and I don't have money that I can make. So I, I want to start my own business. And the business I want to start is dog washing and dog walking and dog training. You name it. He he wanted to do it. So we had a series of conversations on what was realistic for someone his age and just for him with his skill sets and his traits. And, and, and by realistic, I mean, what was the best avenue, both legally, because he is eight, and uh, he's, he's a strong little fellow, but uh, walking a Great Dane, for example, might not be the greatest idea if that Great Dane likes to pull. And so we, we got to this point where I actually got him to see the merits of, of pooper scooping, because as someone who does that with his dog every single day, I realize how it's not the most fun part of being a dog owner. And there's people out there and I see them in our neighborhood and other neighborhoods who kind of let their dog do their business. And then once a week or every two weeks or whatever, they kind of go out there with the shovel and the scooper and do their, do their cleanup. And we did some research and there's, there's a market for this. So I said, fine. I said to my son, you want to start a business? That's great. Here are the rules. It's got to be pooper scooper, at least to start. And, and if you can accept that, then we'll start with our neighborhood and we'll go from there. Now, I didn't know he was going to take me up on this, right? I mean, to be honest, I, I wasn't trying to discourage him, but I thought he he really, I mean, he created his own dog cleaning shampoo formula. This is how much he was into the dog grooming piece of it. So I thought he's, he's not going to go with the far less sexy, you know, scooping of poop. But he did. Not only did he do his research, he began an intense process of researching prices and systems and then came back to me with flyers that he created on his own. And he created these flyers and these prices and we, he asked me for feedback. He's like, Dad, you're, you're the business guy. How do I is this good? How do I do this? And I gave him a couple of suggestions and my wife, Sherry, who's key to this whole process, making this work also came in, came in and helped. And and all of a sudden we, he had a a pretty 
darn good flyer and he had a good pricing system for what we thought was was pretty competitive and we kind of told him that you're going to have to go door to door and knock on people's doors because we we can't put things in people's mailboxes that would probably violate uh, both federal law and, and our more importantly the 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 housing community guidelines you never want to be in trouble with the homeowners association then you'll bring in the wrath of hell on you right so he he and and my wife sherry to her credit because the one thing i don't do is knock on door i don't want to be i for a guy who's a public speaker when i'm not on stage i like to be invisible but my son knocked on doors my wife kind of was just there in the background to me you know make sure he was doing it and you know legal purposes and supervision and here kind of a couple things happen he comes back after a day of just canvassing our neighborhood he came back with six clients six and we're sure that he actually inspired some other kid in the neighborhood to do the same thing because we saw another kid doing it all of a sudden and kind of i think poached a potential client of my son's but anyway that's a whole other story and so he comes back with these these six clients and i'm i'm not surprised but i'm surprised if that makes sense i mean i mean i figured he would probably get one or two but six and that's not including people who might call him later and some already told him that if he does a good job they have friends that they could refer i mean this thing could grow. I might give up speaking and go into supervising uh, canine fecal removal, and that'll be my new empire. But here's the other cool part. I asked my wife, I was like, did, um, did, he, did he talk or did you do the sales? And she said, no, I was on the sidewalk. He was at the front door and he was selling. He was talking to people and he was selling to them and he, he even dressed up. He put on nice pants and a nice shirt and a little chain around his neck and he, he did the sales. And with every sale he got, he increased in confidence to the point where he's earmarking homes in the neighborhood and be like, I'm going to go talk to them later. Uh, they weren't home. I'm going to follow up. So that's the story. Um and here, here's the lesson. Here's the lesson. That I was out hustled this week by an eight-year-old who had a dream, a passion, and made it work. And the lesson in all this is, number one, it's okay to adapt and morph your end goal. If it's in the same spirit of what you want to do. Because he started off wanting to be a dog washer. And by the end of it, he, he went into the, you know, the removal business. But he really just wanted a job and he wanted to work with dogs or, you know, in that world. And and so, number one, be f somewhat flexible where it makes sense. Number one. Number two, he got the advice of others. I We'll call it, I, I don't want to call myself an expert in, in this thing in particular, but he did get advice. So he didn't do it alone. He brought people in. And even though he's, he's a young, he's a youngin, he was open to just, he didn't want to do it alone. He brought in this team that could help advise him and guide him and help him uh, do what he needed to do. 
I think number three, the most important, here's the story. He just went for it. You know, as a parent, I'm worried, like, what if nobody hires him, right? Like, what what if this is just a terrible idea? And maybe in two weeks, we'll find out it was. I don't know. But honestly, he just went after it. There was nothing I could tell him that would deter him from giving this a shot. Nothing. I changed what he wanted to do. He's like, fine, I can accept that. I, I still want to do, I want to do something with dogs. So that, that's what we're going to do. And I was like, you need to change your pricing. You need to look at a flyer. You know, you, you need to say this to customers. And, and when he was worried about having competition in the neighborhood, I said, well, why don't you do something that if these other kids are going to be your competition, your copycat businesses out there said, be better than them, do your job, be professional and do some stuff that they won't do. Because a lot of these kids will just kind of knock on a door and just say, hey, you want me to you know, do whatever? We get that all the time, right? Hey, you want us to shovel your driveway? Hey, you want us to cut your grass? I mean, they mean well, great kids. But I'll always remember a, a, a one little guy who came to my house um, and he, he actually had a business card. It was like printed off his home computer. It was just like literally you probably cut an eight and a half, 11 by 11 sheet into like six or seven squares or whatever it was. But he had a card, and I thought that was like the most impressive. If I was going to hire a kid, that would be him. I still remember that kid to this day. And I just remember telling my, my son, like, he, he would hustle, and when he, he saw another obstacle that he was kind of a little bit afraid of or, you know, getting competitive over, just said, all I said to him was, like, just do your job really well. Make your customers really happy and figure out what you can do that they're not. And the funny thing is, he came back to me 10 minutes later, like, Dad, I can give each of my clients a dog treat for every dog that they have because I want to thank them for hiring me and I want the dogs to be happy. And I thought, man, that's flipping brilliant, right? Like he's already thinking differently. He's thinking ahead. He's thinking through the adversity, not to the adversity. And that's what I want you to think about this week. Whatever your goal is, hustle this week like my eight-year-old son did. I mean, the results were incredible. It inspired me so much. That as I've been looking at exploring different coaching models in my business that I decided to put myself out there on social media uh, on something that I was like, oh, maybe another week or two of tweaking. And you know what? I'm putting myself out there. Right. I said, you know, I'm just going to start posting and doing videos and dropping dropping a line in this podcast about coaching. So for all of those out there, this is the, the shameless plug. In addition to please like, share, subscribe to this podcast, comment, rate it on iTunes, all that kind of good stuff. But if out, if you're out there and you want presentation coaching, public speaking coaching, whatever, you want to be a better speaker in some form, then I'm going to invite you to a free 15-minute call with me to explore options. I want to know what you got going on, what's the result you desire, and how we can possibly work together. I'll give you some advice, but how we can work together to get your speaking to the next level, whatever that next level is for you. Let's go out there and do it. So I'm going to spend this week putting myself out there harder than I have this entire year, dare I say, maybe even this entire pandemic. And I was inspired by my eight-year-old son who had a vision and then just went for it and didn't let anything deter him didn't let anything deter him. And here's the last thing I'll leave you on is I'm using this experience to teach my son about basically budgeting and to a less, you know, running a business. And I said, you know, 50% of what you make has to go back into the business in some form. And then the other 50%, we've kind of 
shifted it so that, you know, he gets to keep 40% for himself, dudes, whatever he wants with 40%. Then 5% goes to charity. 5% goes into, into his education plan, which then because I'm a dork, I gave him a, I gave him a two to one 401k match. I said, for every dollar you put into your, your college plan, I will put $2 in, in addition. And he loves it. So he's already thinking differently about how he's doing it. And now, which is kind of cool, is the more clients he's getting, he's like, Dad, that's more money for charity. Dad, that's more money for my college education. Dad, that's more money. I'm going to save up. I don't want to buy some cheap toy. I'm going to save up for something really cool with this money I can make. And I want to do my clients well. And then I want to maybe expand my business. So this week, I'm going to after it hard like my eight-year-old son who inspired my first book, The Two-Year-Old's Guide to Work-Life Balance. Maybe I'll create another book called The Eight-Year-Old's Guide to Hustle. It's not as cute as the first title, but it might be something there. So this week, hustle. Just put yourself out there in a way that you haven't up until this point, let's say this year, maybe if you're like me during the pandemic, but put yourself out there. Put it in overdrive. If you're not ready, screw it. Go out there and get it done. Go give something some attention. Go run the experiment because this kid taught me that when you put yourself out there, and I knew this, but I'd almost forgotten it. When you put yourself out there and just go after it, you will achieve results and you will achieve progress. So go out there, get some progress, hit those dreams harder than you did the week before, nay, I say the month before, nay, I say the pandemic before, question mark, I don't know, but go after it. And if you're interested in that free 15-minute call, then the link is in the show notes. Set it up. We'll talk. Let's get your speaking to the next level. Let's get your dreams to the next level. That's Fiercely Successful. I'm Paul Artale. Love you guys. I'll see you next week.